your question of what is light according to the Bible kind of ties into one that I posed of does light in the Bible, like, does it change? Because it's mentioned right off the bat in Genesis and then in the Gospels later on. How does it change? Does it change? All of us can relate to, you know, because we hear all the time, right? Like, you're the light of the world. Let your light so shine. You you know, we sing those songs even as a child, like this little light of mine, right? Like, and you hear that and you kind of know that in the back of your mind, but it's like, okay, well, let's apply this to real life. You know, my coworker is getting on my last good nerve, you know, <laughs> and, you know, somebody just cut me off and people are being rude and I'm walking by people and I'm ready to say something like, <laughs> you know, like I want to clap back. I want I'm trying to restrain myself. Like what does in that moment, it's almost like if you could do a freeze frame, you know, like um, in the movies where it like freezes and then uh-huh. like turns and it's like you play out all these different scenarios of how this could go you know, mm-hmm. versus like how it should go. So it's kind of like, what do you do in those moments? And like, what does it look like to let your light shine? You know, so I'm just, I'm curious from y'all, you know, if you have in, you know, any stories or moments of like, where you, you were ready to not let your light shine <laughs> before we get into like, what yeah. looks like, what it means to let, what is light and all that. I feel like in every like little, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be like a huge epiphany kind of thing. It's just those like in, little instances in life that happen. Like you get cu- cu- cut off, uh, caught, what am I trying to say? You get cut off in traffic and, um, you know, you really want to retaliate, curse, cut that person off again. Like it's just like a ping pong effect and people are crazy these days. You know, you never know what someone's capable of. And it's just that instance that it takes to kind of like reel yourself back, take a time to like breathe because you don't know the consequences of what your retaliation could be. And by you kind of keeping your cool and like making sure that you um, are aware of where you're at so you don't retaliate um, is is very important because you never know what situation you could be in if you were to go extra fast or you know cut in front of that person again like what accidents could be on you know in front of you you know that's like you know when you get stuck at a red light you know you're upset because it's delaying you but you don't know what's in front of that you never know what God kept you from or uh what he's delaying you for so it's always those little kind of instances where I'm like hold up I know you're upset but let's take a step back and like, let's pause. And like, let's just remember that it's all in God's plan. Like, you know, be, be aware of who you are so that, you know, somehow maybe that person that cut you off may be like, you know what I did do too, I did too much, you know, maybe I need to reel it back, you know, because you never know what, what could come of those situations. It's a little thing, but you know, as we're seeing in um, the news today, you know, there's so many things that could happen from little instances, like little situations that people go through every single day and just go about their day, like nothing else happened. But those things can also trickle down into bigger um, instances or bigger, um, you know, 
I don't even want to call it an accident because it wasn't an accident. Um, saying, it's the people that got the fish on the back of their car that be cutting me off. I just want right, to- Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you have to be aware of who's watching. You always have to be aware of who's watching and how your actions are reflected in people that are surrounding you. And all, someone's always looking. You're, I mean, people you know, are living their da daily lives, but you never know who's watching you, who's observing you. And, you know, who's taking note of like, oh, this is how you guys act. This is how you guys react in these kind of situations. I'm not saying that we have to be perfect in every situation, but we do have to hold ourselves accountable to take a step back, reassess and make sure that when we do proceed, that it's in the best way possible. And we're always leading in God's light first. Yeah. I guess for me, this is like something I've never talked to other people about, but I like forever have this internal monologue and it's almost as if when I'm about to do something that feels out of character, my head literally says, my name is Corinne and I'm fill in the blank, whatever that negative thing is. And I, it's like, I have this reset of like, do I really want to be that? And it changes my action of whatever that may be. Um, like my name is Corinne and I'm rude or something like that. And it really just makes me take a step back and I don't know what I'm I'd like to think it's the Holy Spirit kind of like redirecting my thoughts and my actions in that way. But I truly don't know what started that, like how long I've been doing it, but it comes up a lot. I guess that's not a, a great thing as long as I don't act on it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I'm listen, I'm with you because some people are like, you're so calm. You're so nice. And I'm like, if you knew the thoughts in my mind right now. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and if it was not for the Holy Ghost who uh helps restrain me, oh my goodness, I just like never would have made it. <laughs> never would have made it. Sing it. Yeah. Mm, mm -mm. Y'all don't want me to do that. In I will never sing on camera, so no problem. I'll do it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no but like I mean that's that's a real that's a real a real thing that everybody faces because it doesn't matter you know how much praying you do how much you believe in God like we are very human and you know I'm not always coming from Bible study and I'm not always just walking out of my prayer closet and you might catch me at that time. And, you know, and I have to make a decision in that moment of how I'm going to respond. And there's a lot of different ways that we all can respond, you know, um, and what's in you is going to come out of you. So if it's in you to cuss somebody out and trust me, <laughs> like I, I know how to do it. It's just whether or not I choose to, to exercise that. And so, it just made me think about, you know, for us, like what we're talking about, oh, we need to be the light. Why? For what? What if I'm not? Is God's grace not sufficient? Can I just ask for forgiveness? Like, let me just go ahead and clap back real fast. And then I'll apologize later. You know, um, like, what does that even mean? You know, so I guess, and what does it look like? You know, what, what is light? If yes. we're talking about this as Christian women, what, what yeah. do I need? To, I just want to be a little bit of like, you know, devil's advocate for just a moment. Like what I need to be the light for? Why can't I clap back? I guess yeah. for me, it's like that question that the other person 
would probably have of why isn't she clapping back? Like what's in her that is like making it so she's not responding to this or is moving through this with grace or something else. So it's like their inquiry then it's like, hey, what do you have? Like I'm trying to get some of that and hopefully it can open the door to, all right, this is my faith. This is kind of why I am the way I am. And you can get some too. Um, I feel like it also kind of shows that you are in the word because when you're, when you're in the word, you're not in darkness. And of course, sometimes we do have um, dark spaces in our, in our thoughts and in our mind that um, can make us go to those places where we do want to clap back and like start a confrontation. Um, But it is that, you know, having the word in you and knowing what God's word says will illuminate yourself and in uh, dark spaces. So when you are around people who are like that, you know, you have that kind of cohesiveness where it's like, you know what, I don't want to be a part of this. Let me remove myself. Or I don't want to have the same kind of, um, you know, talks with, um, with people that aren't aligned with what I'm aligned with. And it's not that you're, you're trying to dim their light. You're trying to illuminate them as well. So whatever, uh, <clears throat> whatever words in you, it's very important that you're sharing that constantly. Like, why are you, you know, the way you are, you're not just saying, oh, it's, you know, it's the light that's in me. You know, God continuously is working on me. It's like a date, a daily, you know, stride for me. It's not something that just happens. You know, your light just doesn't, you know, you wake up and you just have this bright light. It's a continuous um, work that needs to be done on yourself. And then when you do have that, you do, you do have those tools to provide. Um, you are giving that, you are spreading it, you know, you are paying it forward so that when you do come in those instances where people are, are walking in darkness and don't really even know it, you can provide that light, you know, so be, let God be that, that light to illuminate your path when you're constantly walking in your day to day. About you, Tanya? The, yeah, well, I mean, the, the scripture that came um, to mind, right, because it's this whole, I just feel like we we have a lot of Christianese that we speak, right? And if you've been in church for any period of time, right, you, you tend to start speaking this language. Um, but I'm always like, do, but what does that mean? Right? And what does that mean for me? And, you know, am I just repeating things or have I internalized it? Am I digesting, right? Am I processing and am I gaining, getting the nutrients from it, right? And so I feel like that is what we have to do, right? We have to challenge ourselves, right? Like, what am I saying right now? You know, where did that come from? And and how does that align? So I, for me, it's always a constant thing of let God gave us everything that we need in his word. So let's just go to his word. I don't have to try to like figure this out and philosophize. I made up that word. That's not a real word, but you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we don't have to get all philosophical or, you know, try to lean on our own understanding and, you know, our own level of intelligence and try to make it up. Like, so in first John one and five, he said this, this is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you, God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. So, and then if you go through, like there's tons of scriptures on, you know, light 
And it's not that God is a light, God is the light, right? But light in in this case is a metaphor. And, you know, we know that Jesus spoke in parables, right? It's like we're trying to understand what's the what's the the moral of this lesson or what's this metaphor and what's it pointing to, right? And this metaphor is like, and even this, there's no darkness in him. So what is light and what is darkness, right? God is righteousness, right? We're, we're his children, right? So we, you know, accept Christ on the cross. We have, you know, he puts his stamp on us, fills his us with his spirit, right? Now we have the light. So we can't say like, oh, I'm with you, Jesus, but I continue to live and act in unrighteousness. But then the question is, what, what does righteousness look like? And what does unrighteousness look like? Right. Um, and that's the piece of like, when we start to look at, you know, it's not a judgment on folks, but you can't examine folks fruit, you know, like you should have some fruit of the spirit. Like that should be evident. Folks should be able to see that. Um, but then even getting at that, then it's like, well, but why? Right. Um, and what was it? There was, um, I'm, I'm going to have to find it. Um, Oh no, it, it is here. This is uh, Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Cause like I said, it's like, sometimes I'm just like, look, me and Jesus, we got a relationship. I'm gonna just say what I need to say to this person. And then I, he knows, you know, I, he knows my heart. Jesus knows my heart. I'm gonna, you know, God, God, just pray for me. God ain't finished with me yet, right? But, you know, I think um, Janie was saying earlier, right, about, and, and uh, you too, Corinne, about p other people watching and seeing us. So um, in Matthew 5 and 14 through 16, it says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father, right? Like we have to remember we're a representative, like, you know, and you know this, like growing up, you know, your parents, your mom, your dad, whoever will be like, don't get out in these streets acting a fool, right? Act like you got some home training, right? Because you're a reflection of your parents and we're a reflection of our heavenly father and our God. And so, and in this case, you know, light being, um, synonymous for your good works, your good deeds, your actions, your responses, your words that you use and how you respond to people so that they will praise our father in heaven, right? So that we're a reflection of, of him. Um, and so for me, those things are important, like understanding what does this really mean, right? Oh, we're talking about righteousness here. We're talking about, okay. And I don't know how to do that on my own. I think that's important. I would love to say I know how, but I do not. And that's why I need, you know, God's word to teach me and to show me what that actually means and what that looks like. Yes. And something that you said, Tanya, that kind of um, pinged something in my brain that I saw earlier, I was on TikTok. Sorry, I love TikTok. But um, I was on TikTok and there was, um, there was a girl asking a question about why, since the sun is in space, why is it dark in space? Like, why doesn't the sun illuminate space? And um, the scientist came on and he was saying, um, he was giving the um, kind of like a example, like this room. 
this room is illuminated because the lights are have a surface to bounce off of, just like the sun. Like the sun in space bounces off the water, earth, the surfaces that are on earth. And that's what illuminates the earth. In space, there's nothing, it's void. There's no, there's nothing for the sun to bounce off of. And like that, we have to be the surface. Like in order for God to illuminate us and for us to spread that light to others, we have to be able to have something to bounce off of. So like God is shining his light on us. We then need to be able to bounce that life, that light from us to be able to help someone illuminate their path and um, bring them out of darkness. Like we need to be used as a tool. And I thought that was just like, when you were talking and this was something I just kind of scrolled by, like after I watched it. And like, as soon as you said um, a reflection, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what God is calling us to do is to be a reflection of him um, and his light to other people to be, you know, those tools to be able to reach and um, help people direct, you know, where they need to be. And of course, you're not going to reach everyone. Not everyone's going to be as um, receiving of his word. But um, as I put um, one of the scripture, scriptures that I had referenced was um, being salt to the earth. And it's not exactly tied to being light, um, but like salt, you need to be able to um, spread it as much as you can, not in like big doses, because of course, you know, if you put too much salt, it becomes um, very uh, unsavory. Right. And you do, and that's not something you want to intake anymore. You know, if it's too, like not enough salt, you know, that's not, you're not giving them enough tools to be, you know, to walk how God has called us to. So it's like, you know, you need to make sure that you stay in the line with what God is calling you to, to do and make sure that you're constantly reaching out to those people. And I feel like in this podcast, I always say that this podcast is doing that because it is, but um, by doing this Emmanuel everywhere, we're able to spread that spread those little seeds. Like Corinne said, tree and light. I'll let you talk about your thing, but you said tree and light. And I was just like, oh my gosh, planting seeds, being that light to illuminate and help with that growth process. Yeah. I feel like my, I know I put, I put a note of tree and seed on there for myself. One, I guess partially because like our light is unique to us. Even if you plant a million like seeds of the same tree, they're going to grow differently. They're going to manifest differently. Um, and I think our light can manifest in different ways through our unique spiritual gifts and things like that. Um, I feel like there is so much more that I, I like had tried to unpack in my mind, but didn't give myself enough notes on there. <laughs> that's okay. That, that's per perfectly okay. Um, I'm still wondering to just, I mean, and maybe maybe you just want to say it later, but just curious of like real life examples of when maybe you didn't let your light so, so shine <laughs> and like, how do you recover from that, right? Um, like, what does that mean? Because I'm just going to be honest. I've had moments where as patient as I've tried to be that I've just gone off you know, and it doesn't feel good if I'm being completely honest, right? You just, you go off, you say what you feel like you need to say. Um, we all have our limits and, but then afterwards, you know, that's, and I know that that's just the conviction of the Holy Spirit, because if I was um, without it, 
I'm, I might think that I'm right and I'm justified. And I, you know, because they, let's be very honest, like, like, let's keep it all the way real. Sometimes we have every right to go off. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that happen, the things that we endure, the things that people do and say, you know, people that flat out lie, talk about you, you know, are rude. I mean, it, it, this is a small example, you know, but like I, I had backed into a parking space Okay. I'm going to get my coffee. And before I could open up the door, someone else pulled in and they were so close. Like I couldn't even open my door. Okay. Like they were, they were a smaller person than myself. So they were able to just get out and sweep. I had to roll down my window and I said, excuse me, do you, I can't get out. Do you mind just moving over a little bit? And he was literally in a man, no, and walked off. Like, no, you can find somewhere else to park. Like, and I was like. I did. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you, I wanted to pull out and back up over the top of his car. Okay. Because mine is an SUV and he was in a little Honda. Then I just wanted to like, a lot, again, a lot of things in my mind that I, I it was not nice. Mm -hmm. It was not nice. It I was ready. Call the police. Let's go. Like that was just really rude. Right. And, but there are other things that happen too in, in life where you have every right to go off and we want to, and sometimes we do. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, how do you all respond in those moments where you do give in and, you know, Corinne, I love your, your the, com the conversation that you the phrase that you said, that's the Holy Spirit, right? Because we wouldn't make that up on our own to say mm -hmm. you're rude. Is that who you want to be? That's good. I'm going to use that. I'm still, mm -hmm. I am still, I'm, I'm going to borrow that. We're going <laughs> to. Well, like, I mean, when you were saying the reflection thing in my head, I was like, it's literally like there's a mirror and I'm looking at it and it's like, my name is Corinne. And I'm like, do I want to be that person or not? Mm -hmm. Um, and I wish it came up more like with good scenarios too. It's like, yeah, let me tap into that. Let me like <laughs> motivate. Well, Cause sometimes it's like, Tanya, that's rude. And I'm like, yep. And you getting it today. <laughs> so yeah, you know, like Tanya, that is mean. Mm -hmm, yep. And you getting it today. Right. So, yeah. like, when you have a moment of weakness and you're not able to have that self-restraint, like what does that process look like for y'all? I mean, it definitely does not feel good. And it's, so then it's like a period of self-reflection of, okay, why kind of like the only thing I can control is my reaction to any situation. Why did I choose to react in that way? I can't control someone else's actions. Like this is literally the only thing I have control over. Um, so like I said, if, I think like a period of self-reflection and just kind of, if I'm approached with this, how would I move forward in a different way? And I think plugging into things that like bring me joy and like kind of reflect that identity that I want to be so whether that be friends that may have responded in a more positive way than I did kind of connecting with them um yeah um I think for me uh it's not so much in um kind of like an altercation kind of scenario, but maybe just being more of a godly presence for some people. Um, sometimes it's very easy just to be stuck in your secular mind and just kind of give like worldly advice, um, especially if your friends aren't of faith. 
you know, they they don't really connect um, as easily to God's word than, you know, you or I would. Um, so I think in scenarios like that, I haven't, I've, there's been, there's been times definitely where I have not been as, you know, illuminative, you know, like letting my light shine as I would, you know, with you or current, you know, and, um, I do reflect back and I'm like, you know what, that was an opportunity you could have taken to kind of like share God's word and like what he's done for you. And sometimes if I, if I feel like the scenario is appropriate, I will, I will share, um, but there are definitely times where I've just been like, you know what, this is what I would do. Um, and this is what I have done. And it hasn't always been right. So I'm like, it's like the blind leading the blind. So I'm like, well, what are you really doing to help this person in this, in this, in this case, you know, you're just kind of putting them in, um, or being a stumbling block for them in the future, you know? So, um, that's something I'm really trying to work on is when the situation, even if the situation doesn't always call for it to at least provide my perspective as far as like what God has shown me and what God has done for me. Um, even if it isn't aligned to what they may feel or think. Um, and that's something that I'm still working on. It's not something that I've just been, you know, day one doing, you know, the best at. Um, and I feel like that's also a struggle as far as like making sure that I'm, I know God's word so that I'm aligned with what he's saying and that he's speaking through me and it's not just me because you never want to be that for someone where you're telling them, oh, you should do this, you should do this, this is what I would do. And you're leading them straight into darkness. <laughs> and then they come back and they're like, well, you know, Jamie told me and da, da, da. I'm like, <laughs> don't take my advice, you know? Um, but yeah, that's just an example for me as far as, you know, not letting my light shine as brightly or just kind of dimming it to appease other people, maybe a relationship or a friendship. Um, yeah. Oh, which, yeah, I hear that because I'm like, there are times where I'm like, why am I not sharing like more of the book with others? And it like, it's very, I don't know. It's a hard internal battle because it's like, okay, am I ashamed? Am I like worried they're going to be uncomfortable with this conversation? But mm -hmm. if that is the case, then like, what? Like, what is that who I want to be? Right. do I really feel this way um. <laughs> and kind of the feeling of what you were saying earlier feeling equipped um I know God gives us tools to you know make sure that we have that but it's like are we accessing those tools on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. where we feel prepared you know if you're not if you're not you know using them they're going to get dull you know they're not going to be as sharp you're not going to be able to come back and you know have those kind of conversations that um you may feel you aren't comfortable having, you know, but when you are constantly saying his word and you're in there, it comes more naturally. And there are times where I'm in a situation like, you know what, God share this with me. And it just kind of flows, you know, it just kind of happens. And those are the times where it's like, you know what, you need to focus more on those things that God has put on your heart, you know, that correlate and are easier to kind of flow through, especially if you've been through something, like you have a testimony, someone's sharing something with you that you can kind of relate to. Um, and God has brought you through that already. Those are the times where it feels most genuine and you feel like you're not kind of just spewing out, you know, scriptures that may, you know, people may not relate to as easily. But is, is, cause you both brought up a point, right? About like 
sharing the gospel, right? And sharing God's word. So is sharing God's word synonymous with being the light and letting your light shine? Like, do you feel compelled, you know, because I feel like this is also, um, this is also a space, right? To kind of talk through, think through, pray through, right? Like, if I don't share a scripture, if I don't say in in the Bible mm-hmm. <laughs> and according to the gospel mm-hmm. or in Genesis, if I don't say that, am I still able to let my light shine? One hundred percent. Okay, because I just want to be <laughs> no. I because that's what I said. I'm not equi- somebody. <laughs> somebody might like really like. Okay. Oh shoot. Because here's the thing. If if I go off my bad. Right. And I go back and I sincerely apologize and ask for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. but I never mention the Bible. Is that not me letting my light shine? Yes. Yes. I feel like those opportunities, that's why I was saying it's kind of like that opportunity to say like a personal experience that correlate to that person personally. So if you're not, you're not, you know, going to be like, like first John 19 says, you know, don't be wrathful. I'm just, I'm just talking, you know, let's uh, check. You, let's check the yeah. <laughs> but you know, doing, taking those steps to apologize, be like, you know what, that was out of character for me. Um, kind of explaining how, I mean, whatever's in your comfort zone, I don't know how comfortable you are and who the person is and the situation, but like, you know, that's out of character for me. Um, that's not something I, I typically do, you know, but this situation did trigger me to make the, these responses and I am trying to do better. And, you know, God has called me, you don't even have to say God has called me to, to move in a certain way, especially because if you don't want to put God in your conflict, be like, God told me that I shouldn't take nothing. <laughs> but you know, you should be able to recover faster from those situations than kind of harboring on them. You're driving all the way back home, like, oh my gosh, I should not have yelled at that person, or I shouldn't, I could have said that a better way. Kind of checking yourself in those moments so that you can better, um, you know, help help that person understand where you're coming from. And let that light be like, be a light that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not, I like, I'm never going to be the type to memorize, like have scriptures memorized and like, no, but I think it's about having an understanding of the word and being able to act on that. And like, that is how you are kind of being a light for others is like your actions through how you move in the world. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've, I feel like we've also mentioned quite a bit about being directed by God's word. So what does that, what does that look like? And what does it mean? Like, how are we using God's word, God, God being light and using that to guide our, our paths and guide us and navigate these, you know, this life. Sorry, I had to turn my page. It was really loud. Um, I actually was reading. <laughs> I was reading something um, earlier about that um, using God's word because um, I was going over the initial question that I had about what do we do when we feel like our light is being diminished. Um, and like a lot of sources I was looking at was like we're using we're using God's word as a tool um, to give us more understanding um, to what it means to have his word into our heart 
you know, it, it, it's one thing to like read and kind of just go through the Bible, but what does it really mean to like go in and receive it and have it in your heart so that when situations come up, you're able to apply it better. You know, when things are in your heart, they're manifested in how you act and react in your, you know, in your daily steps. <clears throat> and it proves that God is constantly illuminating you. Like I said, it's not just thing that happens overnight, but it constantly happens over time through your action. So it's not what you say. It's like how you're, how you're, you know, moving in your day-to-day -day life uh, with God's light illuminating you. It's not, you know, it's nothing to, to say a scripture and be like, well, this is what God's word says, but how are you acting and proving that's what God's word says, because people are watching and they're going to say, well, you said this, but this is how you're, this is how you're acting in these situations. So reading God's word and making sure that what he says, as far as, you know, how we live, how we move, how we should treat each other, um, should constantly come into play and may not be the best scenarios to practice those ends, but those are the ones that those uncomfortable situations are the ones that um, allow us to move in a different dire direction than we typically would have. You know, if we're always comfortable and we're always being um, put in positions where we don't really need to share God's word, we're in God's God's house with God's people all the time. Of course, they're gonna, you know, agree uh, agree with you. You know, it's not always a big uh, debate. You know, when you're amongst people, but when you're out in the world and you're, you know, with your friends that may not be as um, in the word as you are is when you definitely need to make sure that you're you're shining a little bit brighter karen you have any thoughts i'm like <laughs> can you repeat your question but i also feel like you're the moderator so i will allow you space to speak and kind of share this <laughs> that is not like... <laughs> i just you know i'm you know i'm just curious you know i'm curious because we don't always get to kind of talk about these things right we like I said it's very easy to just learn to start speaking Christianese and we have these phrases these catchphrases we hear scripture we get the essence of them and we repeat them but we don't always get the chance to to dissect and to reflect on and to actually um think through what the application looks like right mm -hmm. um we're, and we're just here. We're we're three women trying to figure out this thing called life, <laughs> how to how to walk this walk as Christian women. And you know, um, like right now we're discussing the light, what that means, how to let your light shine. And I just, you know, just just thinking through and processing what every everyone is saying, right? Like the reality is, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And me not knowing and bumping or walking around is like me being in darkness. But God, because he loves me, has not left me in darkness. Right. He's given us his word. Um, and he is light. He is love. And he teaches us. The Holy Spirit teaches us and guides us. Right. Um lets us know when we're messing up and, and redirects us and, and, you know, shows us, gives us an understanding of God's word. And that is up to each one of us to walk out our, our own salvation and to, 
you know, to grow in the Lord and, and hopefully iron sharpens iron. So us being here, having these conversations will, you know, help to sharpen one another and, um, and to, to grow in the Lord, right. So that we can be the light so that we are not looking like the world, right. We're in the mm-hmm. world, like the world. Um, and there should be a distinction when we walk in the room, things should be different, you mm-hmm. know, but how do we know what that is if we don't have an understanding of, of what God has said in, mm-hmm. in his word and his promises, you know? Anybody have any other thoughts, comments, emotional outbursts? No, no. Well, uh, one scripture I had found, but it also brings up a point of like, and maybe this is why I have a difficulty sharing kind of so hard scriptures with folks is because different versions of the Bible, like might share the message a little bit, like in a different way, essentially. So like one that I put in was Proverbs 13, nine, and it's the message version which I think can be a little more digestible for people like trying to get it in this like layman's terms, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it said the lives of good people are brightly lit streets. The lives of the wicked are dark alleys. And that just painted this picture of like, when we have light, we are welcoming. We encourage people to come to us. We are a space that they feel safe. They feel like they can be themselves, walk down the street. And like the opposite of that, the darkness is like dark alley that you wouldn't want to go down and like path you're not trying to venture. So, um, but now I'm like, okay, what was the, what's the NLT version of that one? And how did it come across for me to pick the message instead? I'll look well, yeah. Which, which version was that that you shared with the? That was the message. The message, got it, okay. I see you have it in parentheses, got it. Mm-hmm. Use that. Um, okay, so then the NLT version says, the life of the godly is full of light and joy, but the light of the wicked will be snuffed out. I liked the, the street analogy a little bit more. I like, how can we be welcoming and... <laughs> Mm-hmm. encourage people to want that life of light and joy versus being snuffed out and yeah yeah something um something that I kind of took from that too was kind of um even though we are we are to be the light it's not that doesn't mean that we don't have dark times or dark days um when God said he's the light to our path um that's him being also a guide for us as well. Um, so it's not just, you know, his word being the light. It's just God being that guiding light, always bringing you back into the fold, always bringing you back home. Cause once you're, you know, once you're with God, once you're, you, you have salvation, you're eternally linked. So you may be, you, you may have drifted or you may have gone afar, um, and lost your faith or your way, but God is always there with you. Like his, his light is always there. It's whether we want to acknowledge that presence and let his light shine and illuminate us, or if we want to continue to let that darkness hinder us. Cause you know, there's a, it's a very 
it's very easy to let darkness overwhelm you because darkness is overwhelming. You know, if, if you're in a completely dark room, there's nothing you can see. And, you know, for some people, for myself, maybe at times it's hard to, you know, find the way out. You can't see the door. You can't see the light switch. But that's where it is. Having the word in your heart and bringing to remembrance what he has brought you out of, not scripture wise, but what he circumstances where he has brought you out of, you know, um, places that, you know, God can only um, bring you out of things that God can only fix. Um, what has he done for you before where you can remember and know that God has always been there with you, whether you believe believe it right at that point or not, you know, what has God brought you through before where you know that he's always going to be there with you? What are his promises? What has God promised for your life? You know, God gives us, um, all good comes to things who love and, um, love, uh, love the Lord. So I always, I always bring that back into my mind, like all good things will come, all good things will come, you know, uh, trouble doesn't last always. That's not in the Bible, but you know, that's always what I always what I um try to bring into my mind, you know, when I do have those dark dark times or I feel like I'm going through something um that isn't letting my light shine, you know, what what has God already brought me through, you know, and what will the next day bring where I can move forward in a better direction? I'm not moving away from the door, moving towards the door, moving towards the light, you know, and what God has um, called me to do and God, what God has called me um for his purpose for my life. You want to add anything, Corinne? Oh, I'm, I feel like it tied in well with the quote that I had at the end. That's basically like the sun's still there, even when it's cloudy. Like that's kind mm -hmm. of God's light, even if it feels like, you know, this weather is overwhelming, whatever the season right. may be. I, it's kind of a dark moment. God's sun is still shining. Just needs someone to reflect off of, to bounce yes. off of, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah. How can we tap back into that when we're feeling low? Yeah. I think it's different for everyone, but mm -hmm. yeah. Keep hope alive. Keep hope exactly. alive. Exactly. Yeah. I guess one scripture I often go back to, and I, one of the Psalms, there are too many numbers. This is why I can't share with people, <laughs> but it's because your loving kindness is better than life itself. My lips shall praise thee. And I always think of that, especially when times are good, because it's like, even though life is good right now, it's, your love is better than anything I can imagine. And why am I like, you got to keep that gratitude and that, I don't know. Yeah. Basically that gratitude there, regardless of the, the weather. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like we can keep going and we can talk <laughs> about where like, cause there's so much, even, you know, even with what's said that we could challenge ourselves in the word I feel. Oh, yeah. um, you know, just even on that and just kind of going down those rabbit holes. But is there anything else that anybody wants to add or shit like the This was enlightening, but no. No, I mean, just grateful for this time. This has been fabulous. Makes me want to dive in even more. Like this feels like homework, but not homework. Like it's homework I'm excited about for whatever we may speak on no doubt no doubt <laughs> same I'm like at my I was at my desk just like writing notes like oh what else can we talk about what else you know yeah. and it's like you know 
this point in my life, I never thought that I would be, you know, am I dark? A little bit darker. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, you no. lost your light. We, we can see no. you. you you're good. <laughs> Hold on. Let me turn this off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you see my pain? <laughs> the darkness she's trying to take me. But yeah, like Ryan said, this has been illuminating um, and um, very beneficial. Like I said, everything that we discuss and we talk about, um, I feel has. Um, made me better not like it's like oh my gosh I'm like oh my gosh 100% you know turned around and doing doing things differently but little things that we discuss I I I now know that it's it, there's someone else going through that and that you know we have a connection in some kind of way as to and if even if I didn't correlate to anything something said said here has given me um a tool to use to apply to my life. If something hasn't worked for me, like, oh my gosh, I can't always use scripture. I can't always, you know, go straight back to God word in an instant when I'm feeling like I'm about to be in a conflict, but I can assess where I'm at in that moment and, you know, move forward in a better direction so that, you know, it doesn't continue to happen. Cause when things continue to happen over and over again, you continuously are walking in darkness you know you're not being led you're not being guided by god's light so thank you all for sharing it's really been helpful